it, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Timeless Podcast. Here this week, it's back to normality. Hello, you got, back. You got, you got the Scotsman, known as George, yo, yo. and the annoying... No, you're not the Scotsman. Uh, no. George is the Scotsman. <laughs> <laughs> I am Scottish. Uh, sad. We're joined also by Callum, who might be Scottish, Hello. but I, I'm Shalom. Shalom McClunky. McClunky. <laughs> yeah, uh, we can talk about that because I, I forced him to watch that yesterday. What did you force him to watch? I will force you to watch The New Hope. Oh, yeah, I watched yeah, The New Hope. Yeah, because you hadn't <laughs> seen the original Star Wars trilogy before, had you? Which no, you I failed haven't. to tell me about. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you about that. Because yesterday was a happy national holiday of May Happy Star Wars Day. Happy Star Wars Day, everybody. Today's Revenge of the, uh, today's the, Revenge of the Fifth. So, uh, you know, it's like Boxing Day for Star Wars Day. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we, I've been... Um, indulging in some star wars goodness my i so right just because I, I haven't told the podcast this but i've bought a combat ready lightsaber Ooh. uh I, I got it off of etsy and everything and yesterday on star wars day it was dispatched and it will be with me by Ta-da. the night which Ooh. i am so excited for so excited <laughs> yeah you've got no idea i just want the lightsaber you cannot wait <laughs> Yeah, the, he's, the tension he's is palpable. I actually cannot wait. Oh, it's gonna be so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, it was my first time watching A New Hope yesterday. How, how did you find it? Did you like I it? actually really liked it. Yeah, there were some funny moments that I pointed out, and it was just like, oh yeah. But like, I got to remember. So, it's were fun- you guys watching it with headphones on? Yes, we were. So. Isn't it weird when you're watching something without headphones and it's coming through your TV, the sound sounds all right. It sounds perfect. But I kept on noticing when I was watching A New Hope on Disney Plus that, man, the audio was all over the place. Oh, really? Like, yeah, just like uh, I felt like where they were like moving backwards in the sets and everything like that. And obviously they had a single mic positioned. It would be like Han Solo would be sounding like this and then he'd move over here and he'd sound like this and then he'd move back sort of thing. (laughs) Or like... Um, they'd be like in a conversation and it would be like hey Leia why don't you come and do this with me like <laughs> it's like suddenly just changes um, but Alex pointed out something to me at the end of A New Hope Harrison Ford says Carrie instead no, of not Har- not Harrison Ford hey, yeah, he, he no. not Harrison Luke. Ford uh, no. Luke gets uh, out of the X-Wing and it's like Carrie <laughs> like goes over <laughs> yeah and it's just yeah. like oh and they never decided to reshoot Old it Mark Hamill I think they they tried to cover it because it sounds like he goes hey like <laughs> but he, he definitely goes Carrie like it's definitely very clear that he says Carrie in it yeah um and- but uh, apart from watching Star, I didn't really partake in any more Star Wars festivities because yesterday no. was uh, May the fourth for the Fourth Doctor. It wasn't Star Wars Day this year; it was all about season fourteen for us Whovians. Oh hell yeah! And uh, nice. so, yeah, you know, I did. I haven't opened the box set yet. Um, I really, I really want to watch the Sarah Jane documentary, but I really, really don't want to at the same time. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's the first thing I'm going to do after the podcast is watch that documentary. I am nice. so scared. It is unbelievable. I'm going to cry. I know I am. But apart from doing Star Wars stuff, what have you been up to, uh, Callum? We'll wait to uh, tell us what, what we did over the past week because it's been a roller coaster it for, has. For, our, for our bank accounts. Um, yeah, <laughs> just but, a little bit. <laughs> um, 
but George, what have you been doing? Because I we haven't. No, let's, I haven't let's, actually. Let's start. Let's start with 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 Callum. Callum hasn't gone first yet. Let's okay. Well, my new Callum's are sort of intertwined, which is why we've been doing. Start yeah, with... a little bit intertwined. So we've been doing the quiz, which is the Doctor Who P one on Twitter. Go and give it a follow. Me and George came super, fourth. Super fun. Me and George came, came fourth. fourth. Yeah. Yeah. That actually pretty good coming fourth because there was yeah. a lot of tough questions in that. And definitely, yeah. We we were finding that like a lot of them were coincidentally like there was there was one that we watched thin ice earlier that yeah. day and there was one that was the, the uh, peter capaldi holding up the fish and me and alex were like oh oh that's there for us <laughs> yeah uh, appa- appa- was... apparently we didn't do good enough because george will not be partaking in this week's quiz oh uh, i think you should come on to this week's quiz george we've nah, still got there's 30 people joining us this week. Really? 30 there's te- people. There's teams of three. It's me. You don't know who these people are, George, but it's me, Reese and Macaulay. Team Shout out to Reese and Macaulay. But no, we've got the quiz, and then I've been spending a lot of money recently. You? Yeah. You? Yeah. You. yeah. <laughs> I, I bought season 14, I got season 10 on Steelbook, and season 12 on Steelbook. How much did you have at season... Hang on, stop, set, stop mixing it, you need to say series, it's new series. Okay, so se- series 10, series 12, and season 14 on Steelbook. But you didn't pay full price for se- series 12. No, I had a gift card for 30 quid. <laughs> His mum's bank card. <laughs> <laughs> We've been over this, you can't keep calling your mum's bank card. A gift card. No, this was legit a gift card, though, for my birthday. That's what they all say. That's I know, it is. Who got it for you? Your mum. My sister, actually. <laughs> your sister? Oh. Yeah. So my nice. sister's credit card. <laughs> is it the married one or the other one? The married one. Hey. Yeah, so uh, I got that and it came in today, the series 12, still big, so um, yet to crack it open. No, but no, I, I went down a dark hole, I'm going to call it. I'm very dark oh, hole. Yeah. yourself, mate. Uh, shut up. <laughs> um, I went down a very dark hole of, uh, I went on eBay and I was like, right, look, see, see, I've got series 14 in the bag, it's dispatched. We'll talk about the whole malarkey and what you guys think of the whole series 14 thing. Oh I yeah, that whole malarkey. Genuinely disgusting. Um, but... I went down, I was like looking at season 18 and I was there with Callum and we all know the history of Callum making me spend money. I don't make you spend money, you spend money yourself. Don't play that all on me. I am, Callum, there's a reason why your, well your Facebook name is Callum, you maybe spend 50 quid back after and mine is Lego. Uh, we're not going to go into <laughs> I why. I think I changed it. I'll thank God for that. It was Lego <laughs> at one point and we're not going to explain to you why it's Lego. Callum was like, I found you an actual really good deal. On see uh, it season eighteen because I didn't get it when it first came out. I mean it was on eBay. And I've never bought from eBay before, and I was quite. I think Callum, you'd agree that I was quite tentative to even yeah buy. I, to... Like the seller looked all good and everything, and he had like good reviews and that. But the bad reviews he had were really bad. But there was only three of them uh, compared yeah. to like was it like what one thousand two hundred positive? Yeah, something like that. So it was like, and then me, me and Callum bought from the same person, and it was a hundred and. Uh, and uh, it was in the words of yeah. in the words of in, in the words of George Tucker, you buy. Uh, wow! Uh, wow! Wow! Do, that was a reference to some of my earlier work. I got season 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 fourteen and series twelve still, but but I paid. Thirty nine ninety nine for that. Does does the collection set yep. was thirty nine ninety nine? The still, but was fifty quid. Add on one hundred and four pounds for the season eighteen, and then I was looking at myself and I was going. I can do this. I can, I can get I can get them all. So I looked on CEX, and I, I and I looked and it was fifty quid for season twenty three. 
and I clicked buy. Let's just he say briefly asked me for my discount, which I couldn't give him because yeah, it but won't you, install. you always oh. said you always said to me though if I if I ever need anything. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Just like only install though. I didn't know this shit. Because my sister's my sister's boyfriend's just got a code that he's just to type in every time. Oh nice. So he okay. can order from where he works online. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, because you're shit, mate. Um, oh. But no, I, I, right now I think CX are actually with their tracking stuff, okay? It goes through Royal Mail. It's all mm-hmm. good, should get here. Um, but I've, I, I, I believe it's a £1.50 delivery charge for anything oh, uh, um, under the price of £50, yeah. isn't it? £1.50, that's not too bad. That's not that bad. It is yeah. per item, though, so if you're buying oh. more than one thing, it can rally up. Yeah. Unless you're buying like 150p DVDs, in which case. There you go. It'd be quite delivery. a bit. <laughs> no, it's free delivery over a fifty pack. I work for CEX. That, that, Everybody knows this already. So if, I work so, at CEX. So if I spent if I spent an extra penny, I would have got free delivery. Yeah, probably. Gosh damn it! God damn it! God damn it, Alex! <laughs> if you'd have bought uh, Dreamland for five pounds, <laughs> you'd have gotten fucking um, Dreamland some, some free then, delivery. So then. On Saturday, I I was one of the lucky people that got season fourteen two days early, which is the norm for Zoom. Um, actually, while we're here, do you want to talk about that? So obviously, last sure. year when we were on the podcast, uh, season fourteen, you weren't here, Callum. We were talking. Uh, so George didn't really have. I, I was just talking to myself about this because obviously he didn't collect the sets. <laughs> George doesn't know um, about this. But I know the pain though. But um, yeah. So what happened was every, like there was a whole bank thing, but this week George it got a whole lot worse. It yeah, got a lot uh, worse. It got so randomly, people would get emails of cancellations. No, what? Yeah, yeah. random and, cancellations from Amazon, right? And, and Zoom and everything. Zoom, I think it was on the Tuesday after we recorded, put up more season 14s, didn't mm. they? They put up. Yeah, they did. They put up more box sets. So the Who Addicts, uh, our good friends, <laughs> uh, were like, <laughs> were like. Um, <laughs> We're like, uh, we're like, oh yeah, let's get that because if you don't know, Matthew from the Who Addicts has actually gone and got every set, uh, and so he got on that, and then like two hours later, he got an email saying cancelled, and then our good, another good friend of ours, Adam Mamoon, got his cancelled as well. Yeah, before, yeah, he um, has been. Just it, and there was a, like I think I'm gonna say this now, Callum. I think it was a fifty-fifty chance on whether you got this or not. There, there would have been a 50-50 chance. You, you know this. I was worrying yesterday because I didn't get mine until about half past three. The bloody posty. And, and like I was like, I'm not paying like 250 quid. I remember quid. delivered the post at six <laughs> o'clock. <laughs> and I was just like, I was just worried about it because I was like, there's no way I'm paying 250 quid for this or a thousand pounds as someone was selling it for on eBay. I was just like, no way. Yeah, but there was, a and there, there was yeah. Yeah, the first oh one on eBay God. was like a grand. I'm going to oh see what it's God. like these, now on eBay. These, these sets I was going to say, all it takes is for someone to buy that and suddenly that set's worth yeah. a thousand pounds. Yeah, these, yeah. Like, <laughs> these sets mean a lot to people, George. Yeah, I know they do. That's why I haven't bothered because I know how attached I'd get. Uh, so now, um, in terms of my orders, uh, so season 14 came first. Love it. It's beautiful set, Lee Binding. You did a fucking great job. Um, then that was it for the first day and I was going okay and then I woke up on Monday morning and another package came through the door and I was like that's not an Amazon package so I, I, I was I, I'm sort of doing it as if I was in a movie like it could be some don't kind open of, it, it some kind of bomb some kind of bomb and then it was my season 18 and I was like yes it's all good 
But then I was a bit. I was a bit annoyed at this though, because it did say packaged, unopen, not the case. Oh. So there was a few marks on the outside of the box, and I was like, whatever. But as I went inside, that, that, that's Hermes, though, isn't it? Or it was, any it was yeah, a royal. It was royal mail. Was it actually royal mail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. And then, but now I opened, and this is when I knew it wasn't, it wasn't unboxed, he, he did open it, or she. But I looked on the inside, and a bit of the cardboard had been chipped off, which oh. couldn't have been possible unless someone opened it. It's obviously, it's the smallest thing, but it just kind of devalues the set a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah I'm, I'm always I'm, I'm always going to look at that one and go... But at least you have it, that's the thing, because they yeah, were going yeah, for like 140 not, quid. I was going to say, that's, is that how much did you pay for that one? 104 quid. Oh. I mean, it's not bad oh. for what these retail are. Uh, oh, yeah, mine, mine, mine and Callum's friend Reese paid 340 to get his season oh. 12. How much? 340. My god. Yeah, I wouldn't pay that. Like, there's one going for 16 bids right now, £105, and that's season 14. £105. That's there right now. Yeah, and so, it's just like. But no, overall, I'm actually, I'm, I am happy I got it. I'm happy I spent a hundred pound on it. Actually, look, because I too bad. I would look back and go, "There's a gap in my collection." Yeah, and that mm. is that is the worst. And, and 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 in the future, it's gonna be worth more. Yeah, yeah it really yeah. will be. And like, I don't know. Like it was, it was like, obviously it was a terrible week for my bank account. I'll say this now. I had a lot of money in my savings. It's now down to twenty quid. Um, <laughs> but just. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like it was my own little gift to myself. It's my birthday next month, so happy birthday to Thank you! you. We it... have like four pods before that. Let's <laughs> jump ahead of yeah. ourselves. Yes. Uh, hopefully, we might be able to see each other, George. Who knows? Yeah. Hopefully uh, um, we'll be able to head to head to to a spoon, or even just to my house Spoons. with a with a, with yeah. some crisps and some drinks. Some crisps. Do what we did last. Get year. some pizza. <laughs> Yeah, get some pizza. Except last some year, rum. except last year, it's because we were lonely and had no friends. This year, it's because oh. we could go out with people. But uh, let's let's just clarify: it was because you were lonely and had no friends. <laughs> yes, <laughs> George had friends. Yes, but, I have friends. Yes, but when you when you enter the kingdom household, you like it's like a like a mind hive. <laughs> you become friendless. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you have you don't have any friends, but you have a you, lot of you, enemies. You, you, know, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, in like American like sitcoms and like high school dramas, whenever like. The, it was in uh, Sex Education when um, Amy or whatever her name was was hanging out with um, the other one, the gothy one. Like, the popular kids wouldn't speak to her anymore. It was like that for you. As soon as you became friends with me, all your popular friends didn't want to ch- talk to you anymore. <laughs> they were just like... No, because I just keep you a secret, innit? He's not... <laughs> I'm, I'm not good for your... So, I'm friend. not very good for your social... You're not good for the street creds. Yeah, no. <laughs> George released a rap song. Go check it out. I didn't. It'll, oh, my God. It'll be, rap song? It'll be on Spotify soon. I didn't release a rap song. I, can't I was wait on a podcast, it. and it's good. And you. it's good. No, I, I didn't do the rap song. I left. I made. I, I made the smart choice to dip. Um, <laughs> I went to go make some sausage rolls. Sausage rolls. Uh, no, it will be on Spotify. I've been. In, I've been informed it'll be on Spotify soon. So, I look forward to that being on my number one of Spotify wrapped. Um, can't wait. We'll link it in the show notes whenever it's around for you guys to enjoy. Um, but no, also, it was the end of Friday Night Dinner this this week. I still haven't watched it. Uh, so well, I'm going to spoil it for you. Uh, Go ahead. So, obviously, this week was the introduction of Lucy, played by Pearl Mackey. 
Uh, and Maggie. and oh right, and, I saw pictures of them. Yeah, and I did Lucy as well. and uh, so both the both the boys. One played by Simon Bird, who was in between us. The other one played by uh, uh, Tom Rosenthal, who was in the TV show Plebs, which you may have heard of. Um, Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it's got Tamsin Greg and also uh, Mark Ritter, and they so they, they so the brothers both have girlfriends called Lucy. They have the same name, um, and the plot is that uh, Martin, who is the dad, gets glass in the soup. He's he's like he breaks a, and then so, that, so but he doesn't but Martin doesn't want Jackie to find out. So he tells the boys, "You cannot tell Jackie that there's glass." In this. But she goes to eat it. So he pretends to have like a, a panic attack and like shakes the soup on his chest. So he spills all the soup. But then he accidentally gets glass in the chicken. Uh, and uh, they tell Jackie and Jackie gets upset. Uh, Jackie. So they, they go upstairs. But at the same time, everyone knows who Jim is, right? Hello, Jackie. Jim here. Shalom. Him. Shalom. His dog keeps being sick. Uh, George is just like got no clue what's going on. So ju- just in case people were lost, uh, this week's podcast is on the fun left. So the Friday dinner. Uh, no, I'm not like, Friday dinner. Did you just call it? I, I have no idea what it's called. Friday I'll night dinner, not Friday. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. There you go. There you go. It's one of the biggest comedy shows of the last ten years. I've never watched it. So. Neither have I. It's cracking. Do um, your own, Alex. But then, so his dog keeps being sick. So Jackie goes upstairs because she's upset at Martin. Uh, so she has a bit of alcohol, uh, and then they're like, "Do you know what? We can have the apple crumble." Uh, does he get glass in the apple crumble? He does. Oh wow! Uh, so, <laughs> so, Who would have guessed it? So uh, she's like Martin. Do and a, you say this is a comedy. She's like Martin. Do a toast. Uh, she's like Martin. Do a toast. He cracks the glass, uh, and then Martin and Jackie start arguing, and it finds out that uh, both Lucys are pregnant. <gasps> oh my so god! So the series the series ends on a lovely note where. They they have they end up having kids, and also they eat the crumble also, and they die also, horrifically from internal Milson, bleeding. Milson the dog. The reason that she has been sick is because she it's was she's pregnant. pregnant. And, then, oh. and then they all have a little dance number to the, to the theme song at the end. Oh God! That sounds <laughs> delightful. Oh God! All right. Yeah, it was, really, it, it was really good. I cried. It was. Sensational. No, I'm not even joking. Was it the glass that did it? I know. Yeah, I, yeah, no, the no, I'm genuinely being serious. It's been one of the best shows. Of all. It's so clever. Uh, it's it's up there with Matt Berry's work. Uh, George knows that I love Matt Berry in anything that he's in. Yeah. Um, it's just it's so brilliant. We introduced uh, a Callum to Matt Berry and uh, Toast of London. Oh yeah. Oh, no, oh, have you, have you watched a bit of Toast? No, he I, watched, I a, watched a little bit. He watched an online because Matt Berry's been releasing these online clips of Toast mm. during lockdown, and there's one where he's looking to get this. Uh, you haven't seen this, George. He's looking to get this producer, but he accidentally rings Donald Trump, <laughs> and Donald Trump's like, "No, I don't want Toast," uh, and all this, and he's like. And he thinks that like toast is Boris Johnson or something, and it's like oh, it's, <laughs> I can't do it justice. But he needs to, you need to give it. A yeah, it's so funny. But I no, love it. We showed him some of the funny moments of series one and two. We showed him one of the compilation videos of, nice, of nice. toast. It's um, good fun. But George, you've been taking up painting during this time. Not necessarily. Well, so coloring in. I also have been uh, spending a bit of money. <laughs> 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 um, I. Woke up on Saturday morning and uh, I was bored. 
and I had an Amazon box, an empty Amazon box, and some unpainted D&D miniatures. Ooh. So I... Um, I'll show you, Callum, because okay. you can't see this, but the pod can. I built this, like, sort oh, of hut cool. thing. Uh, this is mostly out of an Amazon box and some lollipop sticks. That's really cool. But I basically, I've gotten really into D and uh, miniature painting and miniature terrain building for tabletop games. So I've there's my the first miniature I ever painted there. Oh, as well. that's very. You can't cool. really see it because my face okay. isn't. isn't <laughs> but no, it still looks. Beautiful, well, really yeah, kind of. Can't it's sort of doing it. Yeah, yeah. it looks cool. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I got super into that, so I spent a bunch of money on miniatures and supplies <laughs> to build stuff. Um, I haven't done much else with it yet because I've sort of I need to wait until I get paid again so I can buy some good miniature paints and stuff like that. But um, I think next I'm going to try and make a tavern. Ooh. And I like, don't know what that build, is. Like, the furniture you don't know what a tavern basically is. A pub. I'm basically going to build a pub. What? Oh, right, okay. Cool, cool, yeah. What is Scotland? I don't get <laughs> it. <laughs> How do you not know what a tavern is? It's, uh, well, George just said it's a pub. I know what it is now. Yeah, but... yeah so like a tavern is like an old pub, and I'm going oh, like, right, to make yeah. a sort of like... Um, uh, like a bunch of tables and some chairs cool. and stuff like that, paint them up and stuff like that. So yeah, I've gotten super, super into that in the last like week or two. Cool. So yeah, this that's all. That's all we've been doing these weeks, and this has taken us half an hour. This has been good. We had that actual yeah, chat. It's, it's been not, a busy it's, week. It's because we have an sp- actual chat that hasn't just been, you know, quarantine's fun. Uh, it's, yeah. it's become the normal. It's it become really the has. New normal, hasn't it? Yeah. Just to stay inside and do stuff inside. Yes. But it's quite fun doing stuff inside. I did mm. a, bit, a bit of baking today. I made some cheese scones. Ooh, nice. Yeah, they they turned out really good, actually. So, and and, and just before we get a bunch of comments about scones and scones, if it's savoury, it's, it's a scone, and if it's sweet, it's a scone. I just call, oh. it, I just call it scone. It's not just an end to the debate. It's not scone, but scone. There you go. Scone, yeah. Nice. I would go for scone. Scone, because I'm not a posh British twat. Like I George. usually <laughs> say scone. Thanks. I just came up with 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 an answer to the debate, and you're like, no one cares. No one cares about the debate. It's like the whole jam and cream thing. Who gives a what? Different strokes for different folks, isn't it? What's the jam and cream thing? Uh, what layer you put? So if you have like a fruit scone, you you, what layer do you put the cream on and the jam? Ah, right. You use the cream like butter. So you put the cream on first and then put the jam on top. Yeah, I would probably do that. Yeah, it makes sense. It's logical. Is that the Cornish way or is that the Devonshire way? I have no idea, and I don't care. <laughs> it's the way that I do it. I don't even like cream, so I don't have cream on scones. Anyway, guys, no. coming up this on this week's show, very barren for news and merch. We've got a bit of news that I just want to promote. It's not really any like news news. It's just a bit of stuff. And then we get into our review this week of School Reunion, 10th Doctor Ooh. Story. Um, Series 2, Episode 4. Yes, it is. Um, it's a cracking app. Um, it is a cracking app. It is. It's damn good. <laughs> There's our review. Um, That's it. That's See you next it. time. See, it's a good <laughs> See you next week. Uh, but it's it's honestly it's so we'll get into it in a second. But just whew, it's gonna be good. Um, but no, the news this week. Uh, hang on, let's hit that jingle first. It's time for the news. Um, so the only bit of news this week is a bit of charity. Uh, to talk about charity. Um, we love a bit of charity. So, Jodie Whittaker has launched Probably. a uh, Jodie Whittaker joined a charity appeal 
Uh, she's joined uh, Brian Cox, not that one, and Ewan McGregor to support Geeky T-Shirt Awareness. Oh, I saw this, yeah. Uh, what is Geeky T-Shirt Awareness? Do you not know what this is? I do not know what this is. This sounds like my sort of charity. <laughs> he says wearing a DC's <laughs> so, T-Shirt. The current doctor is helping launch a nationwide appeal for children's hospice around Scotland, better known as CHAS, a charity which provides yeah, vital hospital them. care service throughout Scotland to support the whole family. Oh, that's brilliant. Uh, so, yeah. and what has it got to do with geeky t-shirts? So, <laughs> they, they um, you know Edinburgh Comic Con that yeah. Peter Capaldi was at. So that sponsors Chas. So oh, I, I, I think it's something to do in relation with that, where they're getting all these stars no. in a day. And yesterday evening, from we recording this, the Big Geeky Quiz will be hosted on CBBS after actor. James McKenzie and all that. So they did a quiz yesterday. Uh, now it's the third year support for the ge- for the Geeky T-shirt day, uh, and obviously Peter Capaldi, as you said, Brian Cox and Billy Board. Uh, so yeah, this has been good. Like many other charities, uh, they're reeling from the COVID nineteen stuff. So just reading their stuff from Jenny Whitaker there to help that. She also did. Great. She did a little video as well. Um, yeah, it's a good video. So yeah, just yeah, I just wanted to get get that out there really. There's not much to comment on it. Good on you, Jody. That's what you know. Like we just we need in times like this, it's the best time to do stuff like this. Yeah, it really is. Like, yeah. like there's not there's not much to comment on. Uh, yeah, just go and support Chas. Um, if you can donate, just support anyone at this stage. Don't be like us and spend money on box sets. Spend spend it right. Yeah, don't be like us. Um, and yeah. Spend it on on stuff that's useful, like miniatures. Yes, <laughs> and charity <event>. compensating. <laughs> um, but no, I think guys, it's time to get into that review <laughs> because there is literally nothing else. There's no merch. Yeah. There's nothing. Nothing. Unless you want to talk about the uh, the latest issue of Doctor Who magazine, but none of us. What's have, in the latest none, issue of Doctor Who magazine? None of us magazine. have got it. But this week, what are we talking about, Callum? We're talking about School Union, Series 2, Episode 5? 4? 4. 3. Gun Fireplaces, Episode 5, my dude. 3. Huh? No, it's not. It's Episode 4. It's production code 2.3. Is it? The first... Oh, that's because Christmas Invasion apparently doesn't count. Christmas Invasion isn't part of the series. Apparently it's the Christmas special, so it doesn't count. It came out four months later. So? It... No, it does. It's not. You don't look at a series and go Christmas Invasion two point one. Oh yeah, it is episode. It is episode three. Yeah, yeah, because New Earth's episode one. And yeah, yeah. You don't count it by Fair. the DVD but, sets. You count but it on by... Netflix. On Netflix, it goes like they count. I was going to yeah, say well, Netflix, Netflix. Netflix are retarded. Sorry, Netflix. I love you. You're retarded. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, <laughs> Your point. It is time for the review. Good morning, class. Are we sitting comfortably? May I introduce Miss Sarah Jane Smith? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yes, very nice. Three months ago, it turns out all the kitchen staff were replaced. See, there's definitely something going on. I was right to pull you in. Boy in class this morning. Got knowledge way beyond planet Earth. K9! Things seem to be something new. The universe has to move forward. Everything has its time. And everything ends. The time has come, my brothers. Okay, right. I've realised we, we've been going wrong with these reviews. I've been doing it the wrong way. So I'm going to go over the, the mumbo-jumbo bits first. 
and then I'll let George's synopsis call to happen, which didn't happen last week. And then, and there were riots. Seriously? Um, for the people I chatted to, that's the show. They were like, it's like one of my favorite bits. Where was it? Well, then I shall do it for the people. But uh, first, let's just the synopsis first, no, corner no, no, no. shall return. Yeah, but first, this is a uh, doctor with a Rose story. Uh, and it was written by Toby Whithouse and directed by James Halls. It was premiered, it came out on the 29th of the 6th. So it's over f- 29th of April 2006, sorry. So it's over Oof. 15, it's over 14 years old though. 14 years, yeah. Bloody hell, 14 years old? That's mad, yes. isn't it? Oh my god, it's almost as old as I am. And obviously, you guys know this, but it featured uh, the likes of Sarah Jane, Mickey, and K9 Mark. Sarah Mark Jane and Mickey. Mickey. Mickey the Mickey, nice to right. see you. Uh, it's time, for, like it's time for you to. Um, it's time for the, 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 the main event. Your corner. Tis my synopsis corner! That is the new jingle. Can you, can you, uh, can you, can you record it? Because that was actually brilliant. I will. I actually will. My can synopsis on, corner. Can you, do it, can you do it a couple of times? It's my synopsis corner! Redwood cigarettes. <laughs> Redwood cigarettes. When you, you want more and more. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like we need. To, right. I feel like we need to do oh a toast. We need to do a toast. We need to do a bit of toast. We need to do a toast episode one time. This episode of Doctor Who. Um. So basically, this episode takes place in a school. It's a lovely school. Um. There's a there's a there's a girl there's a girl outside of the principal's office and and principal walks up and he's like oi what you want and she's like I I don't have anywhere to live and he's like well come into my office little girl and he eats her so <laughs> titles roll um and well actually no before the titles roll uh, we see a mysterious pair of feet walk into a classroom carrying a briefcase these mysterious pair of feet have converse it's the doctor and he's like are we sitting comfortably and then and then titles roll. And then we get one of the best Tenth Doctor lines ever in physics, eh? Physics. 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 physics, physics. Hope you're getting all this down and all that. He basically he finds in this class that there is this kid who knows everything. Uh, even even things that are beyond the knowledge of the human race. Um, turns out that, that whilst the Doctor is a teacher, uh, Rose isn't quite intellectually capable of being a secondary school teacher. So she's the dinner lady. Um, basically... She hates being a dinner lady, but, you know, there's some weird shit going on in the kitchens as well. There's some weird oil which is burning everybody and stuff like that and making them uh, spontaneously combust. Um, Again, quite a funny line in this bit where uh, Rose is like, is she all right? And then she sets fire and she's like, she does that and then closes the door. Um, But yeah, so uh, turns out that Mickey put the Doctor and Rose onto this uh, this case. There were UFO sightings and, and... record-breaking grades throughout this school, uh, so the Doctor and Rose have to investigate. But these signs were not just picked up by Mickey. No, no. For a, uh, for a journalist named Sarah Jane Smith, who you may or may not have heard of, um, is also investigating. Of course, she does not recognise the Doctor because, you know, six regenerations have happened seven. since then. Uh, seven? Is it seven? Well, it was, uh, no, if you count the fifth Doctor, then it's six. Yeah. Because War Doctor. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it, but yeah, it technically right. it technically yeah, is six. But if you're thinking of Tom Baker, it's seven. The War Doctor. You can't yeah. miss the War Doctor. Well, there you go. So it technically so it, I was going to so say because in the episode he literally yeah. says half a dozen times. Yeah. So, te- that, so that was before the so, War Doctor. Was so a thing. no 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 yeah. no 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 no. I think that is implied. No, because he met 
she met the fifth doctor in five doctors. So if you do that, it is half a dozen. Six, seven, eight, four, nine, ah, ten. So okay. I think yeah, there, you go. there was. I think there was there always go. meant to be another doctor that did it. Anyway, my synopsis corner. Return, return. after these short messages. Redwood cigarettes. Redwood cigarettes. When you want, when you have one, you'll want more. And more. And more. And more. And more. Anyhow, and so, uh, may I introduce Mayor of London, Boris some, Johnson? There is some investigating going on uh, in the school at night, you know. Uh, Dr. Rose and Mickey are sneaking around Scooby-Doo style. And, like Doing all of that stuff. But Sarah Jane's there too, and she bumps into the TARDIS and backs away very slowly. I don't know why I've gone all Matt Smith. She backs away very slowly, uh, turns around, and the Doctor's staring at her, and he's like... Hello, Sarah Jane. And all that stuff happens. Uh, so they're thrown back into action because a scream happens. I, I, and it's Mickey. He's afraid of rats. Uh, I see pigtails. Pretty skirt. Uh, so basically, turns out that um, there are vacuum-packed rats for some reason. And uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit weird. But uh, this is where the, the, the sort of quarrel between Sarah Jane and Rose somewhat starts. Uh Sarah Jane makes some uh, comment about Rose being quite young, so Rose makes a comment about Sarah Jane being quite old. Um, they K nine K nine's a thing in this K-9. episode. He's he's great. He's so great. And he for, is. For K-9, many, K-9, many K-9 fans, Mark three to be exact. Mark three. Of yes. Course. Uh, for many Who fans, this was uh, the first thing that they saw that had canine in it. Yeah, but if it was... Uh, it definitely if it, was if for me. Was, it definitely was for me. If it was, you guys are peasants. Who, has, who didn't watch canine and company the minute they came out the womb? Who, <laughs> <laughs> who didn't watch canine and company when they were four? I know, yeah. right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I remember having, like, a little action figure of this version of canine. Oh, oh I love that action figure. Just, guys, just put this into perspective. Yes. Callum, when this aired, Callum was six. I, yes, I was six. I was four, and you were and five. Like, that's Christ. how old. That's mad. I mean, I that's what everyone goes. I remember being a Who fan in two thousand five. I'm like, I bet you don't. Um, I do. I don't. I actually, I remember. It's one of those things where Doctor. I watched Doctor Who so much that it's speckled throughout my memory. Yeah. Like I remember sitting in my nan's house watching Age of Steel and stuff like that. Like I remember watching the explosion in Rhodes happen. That's like the only bit yeah. I remember from that episode. Like, like, like when the, it only, first the came only I remember from being about five years old is when I went had a birthday party at Creedy Great Adventure Park. And I ate sand. <laughs> you ate sand. My parents love me. Um, but anyway, synopsis corner. It's going on a bit, so I'll wrap it up. Uh, basically, turns out that the teachers are aliens, uh, and K nine blows them up. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. And then, and then the, the kid, the, the uh, what's his name? Kenny. Tommy. Or Big the, boy Kenny. 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 Big boy Kenny. He gets all the rep for blowing up the school. I doubt the police will take it that way. <laughs> 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 the police are on his doorstep, being like, "You blew up this school." I fairly sure the doctor sorted out, didn't he? There's no. I presume he did. Yeah, yeah, still, did he? yeah they're still going to leave a kid to go to jail. Yeah. Can you imagine? Being an he's like, he's, they're like, Kenny blew up the school. And murdered Yay! the teachers. And then like, and then like two and years murdered later, the he's teachers. still paying off the debt. <laughs> no, the he would go for arson. He killed teachers. He's not old enough. He'd go to juvie. Maybe. But he killed. Yeah, teachers. probably. It might have just been manslaughter, you know. Maybe, who knows? Just been manslaughter, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, big anyway, up Kenny. He had a good idea with the bat. Kenny. We went to Callum first for the uh, what you've been doing, so I'll go to you first, George. 
What do you think? Why don't we do you first? No, not me first. Yeah, you first. I'm the Let's host. Do you first. You're going you first. first. I never get done. You first. I never get done first, mate. So you first. Yeah, that's exactly why you do it first. No, mate, don't. You do it let's first. Go on. Uh, in the words of High School Musical, let's stick to the status quo. Um, no, I don't think that's the point of that song, is it? No, I don't think it is. Like, <laughs> isn't the lyrics it's literally a, stick the to the idea that you're supposed to break the status quo? Isn't it literally isn't it? stick to the stuff you know? And now it says no, no. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, I'm the sort of guy. Go on. If high school. <laughs> <Go> on. <laughs> All right, I really enjoyed the story. Um, I have a few problems with it, which I'll get into. Ooh. I don't think it's flawless. I think the, the the issues I have, which are minimal, really bug me, like okay. to the point of annoyance. One of them I think everyone hates in this story. There's not one. I, I think. I think I know which one yeah. you mean. Um, but I do, It's really fun. It's a fun early episode in series two. It's one of the better ones of series two by a country mile. because uh, there was a lot of in series two, but. This is one of the better ones. I love. I mean, obviously we'll get into it. We'll talk about the story, but I love. I love the the idea of the villains in this one. I think David's great, but he needs to cut his hair. Sorry, George. Um, <laughs> Mickey's brilliant. The the return of Sarah Jane as well. Like, oh, oh it gives me chills whenever she walks into that I, room and sees the TARDIS, and it's like, I know it's so so good. <sighs> Music in this episode's cracking as well. I think the direction's brilliant by James Goss as well. Mm-hmm. James Goss. Is it James Goss? I, got, I know it's James something. It's James Halls. Have I got it wrong? Who's James Goss again? How have I mixed that up? <laughs> he's big. He's big finish, right? Yes, he is. He's, he's the a guy. writer, you know. Yes, uh, it's, it's James Halls. I'm sorry, James. Um, James Halls. I think the direction's brilliant. The writing by Toby Whithouse is on fire. The team is just working well together. I don't know. I think. I think all, most of the elements work here. There's a few that don't for me. Okay. Interesting. But I. I it's it's resoundingly positive. Okay. Cool. Do you want to go next, George? Yeah, sure. Um, I, I have a very similar opinion to you, Al. Um, this episode for me is hits me right in the nostalgia pot, like 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 stabs yeah. me in the nostalgia because this is one of like the earliest episodes that I personally can remember watching um, when it first aired, and it, it's like I say, it's like all of the direction in this episode is is cracking. You know, um, the idea of the Krillitane uh it's it's really cool the idea that they are a composite race that literally st- like steals the ideal parts of of the uh yep. species that they've conquered is a good idea because it means that they can, in the future they, they could return and we have no idea that it's the krillitane yeah and it's true. like remember the krillitane are a composite we race just, so they just might have to not look out for oil time. we just have to look for oil but yeah, maybe maybe yeah, maybe, cool... maybe they become yeah. resistant to their oil again. Maybe they can. Maybe they don't. I was gonna say maybe we'll we'll come up against the Krillitane when they've got long necks. That would be really cool. Like the like DT references in the episode. But no, um, I love the return of K9 and everything. K9. Um, <laughs> uh, sort of. There, there's a speech in this which um, depending on how you are with the entire ten rows. Oh no, this I like because he shuts her so, down. Cause oh he yeah, shuts her down during this. She's like, "Well, this is really seeing the future," and he's like, "Yeah, but I'm immortal and you're not." Yeah, <laughs> I, at and some she's point they like, have oh. to leave. He's like, "I'm immortal, otherwise I'll just die." I'm immortal and you want chips. And in a, in a way, <laughs> this sort of leads on to the biological metacrisis doctor and how obviously oh, yeah. the doctor is now staying with her in a parallel universe as a parallel doctor. Um, 
So yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I agree that it's one of the better ones of Series 2. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of Series 2, but then again, that's just because it stabs me in this in the nostalgia. I grew up I grew up for that year with Tenon Rose, you know, and like David yeah. Tennant until I was like, well, I suppose I was 10, 11, uh, when D- DT actually DT left his role. you would have been... I would have been 11 because it was two. No, you, I'd have been 10. Been 10, it was 10 yeah, I was 10 as well. Yeah. So yeah, I'd have, I'd have been ten, you know. That is that is the the time in your life where everything is going into your brain and you're absorbing every little tiny detail. So like all of these episodes and the amount that I used to watch, uh, like series two, just you know hits me right in the nostalgia. Yeah, again, obviously, yeah. Callum, can we make it? Can we finally make it a three out of three? Oh, can possibly. Um, I I really like this episode. I love Elizabeth Sliding. Ding, ding, ding. We like, did it. <laughs> she she is just so good in this episode. She goes back mm. into her character, Sarah Jane, seamlessly. Oh, she does it so yes. well. Yeah. Like, there's no kind of... And obviously this led uh, on to the Sarah Jane adventures as well. Yeah. So. Come on, K-9. We have work to do. Did you think if we didn't get this episode, we wouldn't have got Sarah Jane adventures? Absolutely, we wouldn't. 100%. We wouldn't have got it. No, not at all. No. Um, I, I, I think there was such a resounding positivity towards an old companion coming yes. back. Yeah. And and Russell saw that there was there was space for that in the in the in TV. And I also band. I I also I don't know whether you guys realise this, but I also really liked. Um, I, I'll talk about the end actually because it's towards the end. Okay. Um, but I I recognise a little Easter egg, which you guys might. Oh, there's up. an okay. Easter egg in here. Um, but, Easter. Uh, but no, I I just love the set. I love the setup of the school. I like how it plays. Yeah, it's so I good. like how it plays off of the childlike mind of you think the yeah. the teachers sleep in and the, the school. And the child so, actors then, are actually and, good. And then they do. They're actually right. Then, yeah. But I love that it plays off the mind of you know when you're a kid and you think all the teachers are evil monsters and the, oh, aliens, they sleep yeah. in the school and it, Demon and it actually sort of does that and Anthony Head yeah. as the lead Quillotech. Oh, he Anthony is Head so is so good. good in this episode. So good, so good. Um, I I was actually just thinking, isn't it? I whilst watching this episode back because we've been on like quite a Sarah Jane high on the podcast recently. Yeah. Um, rewatching this back, I was definitely getting some Sarah Jane Adventures vibes with it, like oh, based 100%. in a school, running around the corridors in the school and everything. So I, I genuinely, when the um the shot of the Krillite, I think is it under the desk where yeah, where uh, Kenny Kenny like yes. looks under the desk and the Krillite is like ah, and he pops up and it's the teacher and he's like, what are you doing? That so gave me Slovene vibes yes. when he's like, you yeah, really should be yeah. hanging around school after that's, home time. That's literally the that same stuff. scene. I am it's child of the same and, and this is my hunt. <laughs> 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 he's so cute. He's so cute. Uh, he's like a pug. But, uh, but no, Anthony Head is just amazing in this episode. I forgot so how good. good of a villain he was. He plays yeah. the, the, the uncanny valley so well, doesn't yeah. he? Because yeah, the way that he moves, obviously, it's quite obviously, jarring. It's obviously, slow, when like, you first meet him, you just think he's kind of like that suave, up himself headmaster. And then, yeah. It, yeah. then you see the no then, then you see the door shut, <laughs> and that child got eaten. There's a lot of death in this like, episode. Can I just yeah. point out that that, that scream sounded a lot older than that child was. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. The 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 actual scream that happens yeah. in my opinion sounds like it came from like a 20 year old. Um, <laughs> and then I love the idea of the doctor being a teacher. I know we got it. Mm. I think this works. Yeah, I, I really think, like that. I like the fa- I like the fact the I like how different <laughs> the teaching styles are to Capaldi and Tennant as well. Like mm. you can see that and I like the fact that Tennant's having like the doctor's having fun with it. I also I love Mickey in this episode like Oh, um, so good. Mickey is, is so underrated. I like. I know. I know. I like the fact he gets his own back on Rose. I know. Uh, yes, I'll get into yes. my problems in the episode in a bit. 
uh, and letting you know now, Rose is one of them. Um, but but yeah. Um, I love that Mickey's like, oh, I know, I could have said I told you so. I didn't, but I made up a dance and stuff like that. And he's like, he's, yeah. he's like, oh, he's just so I'm good. Like, I can, I, sh- I told you dance that I can show you later. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then he, then he goes to the doctor. Oh, look, the missus and the ex. Oh, now you're in trouble. Yeah, every man's first thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love, I love, I, so love I love the chemistry as well between Ten and Mickey. Like when Mickey, oh, it's just yeah. a different kind of when, relationship. When Mickey screams, and he's like. When he's like, you start to scream, yeah. Like a little girl. <laughs> oh, I've seen pigs house, pretty yeah, scared. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Like, yeah. everything about this episode, like, there is a few bits, like, with Rose and Sarah Jane. Oh. But that argument, they, oh. the, that no, argument the they off. have in the computer room right, from the, is from just the, like... From the off, shall, shall we get the... No, we'll leave, talk, I want to keep positive for now. Um, okay. Uh, I also, I, I love... I love the setup of the fact that the doctor. I think it's important. The doctor gave that teacher a lottery ticket. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah. yeah. That's like the origin of the entire lottery ticket joke, isn't oh, it? Oh, is it? Well, because obviously Matt Smith. It, it, I feel like it was sort of brought back in the Matt Smith era, where he's like, uh, "There isn't any lottery." And she's a very lucky woman. Like, <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I, 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 thought, I thought you were talking about the Wilf thing. Huh? The, the Oh yeah, because. Ten gives Donna a lottery ticket at, for her wedding or something, right? Oh, right, yeah. And oh, then, yeah. and then, and then Wilf sees um, Wilf sees the tenth Doctor and he realizes what he's given him and mm-hmm. starts crying and it's oh yeah, like oh no. But no, um, it, it's it's. I feel like that was the origin. I don't recall. I being love in the any lottery ticket gag. Yeah, because yeah. it's the entire thing. Like, um, what what's what's weird about that? And he's like, she never played the lottery, and she goes, hmm. Like, the world is very strange and then he eats a cracker like, and like, <laughs> I, like, I like the fact that Rose still loves chips yeah, yeah. she's still eating chips she's still, still eating chips, chips. Uh, it's just a bit it's just a bit as well where it's, it's, the, it's the Mickey remark where um, they're talking about the doctor and Sarah Jane and then, he, and then Mickey goes oh, yeah. if I were you I'd watch those chips that was such <laughs> like, a good like, little line well yeah. even even for the like um cuz they get clever by the chips don't they and the oil yeah. so even just kind of like that it's quite yeah. funny yeah it's sort of got a double meaning doesn't it yeah i just love everything about this episode apart from like the rose and yeah. Sarah Jane. Thing. um it gets i like yeah we'll get like you say we'll remain positive for a uh, you know bit. i know we'll this the the, thing, all... which i think all three yeah. of us agree on but yeah i also like the fact that i don't i, I, I don't know i just love the fact that when I assume Whithouse is writing this, he was writing it from the perspective of how a child would think. So all the school cliches you get, you get like the evil mm, teachers. It's done so the, well. Like, the, them, as well. The, the teachers them, sleeping yeah. in the school and all of that. And also like, um, I, the but the, the one thing that's off is that the school dinners are good because it's traditional. Yeah. That school dinners, bloody disgusting. Um, and. I like the fact that the only person that can kind of make the difference make, make the, is the doctor. He's like, they, they taste a bit off. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of these chips. Uh, yeah. And we all know that the doctor oh, likes his chips. The only thing the doctor doesn't like is alcohol. Um, uh, but, or is it just wine? He doesn't like any kind of alcohol, does he? No, he doesn't like any kind of alcohol. And he doesn't like pears as pears. well. Although, although he does have gin in the TARDIS. Oh, yeah, that's right. Doesn't he? Yeah, he does, because he has it in the TARDIS roundel or something. Yeah, because River Song hides it there and stuff yeah. like that, isn't it? And then obviously the first Doctor is like, have you had any of this? And he's like, maybe in the last 10,000 years I've had a, I've had a sip. Like, yeah. <laughs> I might have had a sip in the last 10,000 years. Good old, good old Capaldi. Good. 
Love Capaldi. I love oh, Capaldi. So um, I feel like this episode is just going to be us gushing over the brilliance of Doctor Who. But, yeah, it really is. Like, this episode is, like, such a brilliant this, this way to take a This episode's the first one back. that's brought all three of us together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, it's such a perfect way to bring Sarah Jane back into the series, because it's mm. not like she's been it's organic tuned as well. in. Yeah, yeah, it's like a perfect way to bring her in, which is good. And just Elizabeth Layden, I can't say enough good yes, things Yes, um, but I think, we're, I think we're forgetting the MVP. It's the boy, I mean, we'll talk about it in characters, but K-9 in the story. Oh, K-9. So it's so heartbreaking, isn't it, by the it end, is. when he's oh. like, when he's like, only a full blast from my... And, from you're my just like, no will, and he's like, but you'll die. And he's affirmative. like, affirmative. That one liner where Anthony Head goes, bad boy. Yeah. And he goes, affirmative, and then blows him up. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, just, so I like the fact, when, so good. Uh, the fact that it's like the little bit when they're like, it's a bit disco. It's like, oi, in the year 5000, this was. This cutting edge. <laughs> yeah. You know, and. Uh, it, I just love the look of K9 as well. I love I, the updated kind yeah, of design. Yeah, I like the fact as well, obviously, this is the K9 from the famous Doctor Who spin off, K9 and Company. Yes. <laughs> and so. I, don't, I just. I really. I enjoy what John Leeson does. I just say, I like the fact that K9 has a lot to do. He's not there to be an annoyance. He's, yeah, they use him yeah. sparingly so he doesn't get annoying. I love that we are in a car. It's like. You all know. Like, what? And he gets Mickey to drive. Do a drive like, to, into the school. Yeah. <laughs> Which is honestly one of the best it turns bits. Out K9 is, when he's just like driving into the yeah. it, uh, doors. It turns out K9 is super gangster, yo. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's... I think the pacing is stupendous. The mm. pacing... It, it runs really nicely, doesn't it? It, it, it does, yeah. So organically. Yes. Um, it's so good. I like the... I, like, I just like how... They really paint a picture for the Krillotane before you really see anything. Again, mm. that's another one of my issues. I'll get to it later. Uh, but okay. I like the va- I like the rat thing. I like. I just love. I love. I love. Love. Love the scenes between Ten and Sarah Jane, and she's like, so when she's good. like, you left me, and he's like, everyone died, and she's like, what do you mean? He's like, everyone died, Sarah, and she's like, alright, and she's like, you, you left me, and <laughs> she's like, Right. He's like, that's next to Croydon, isn't it? Yeah. And then K9 boots up. Yeah, yeah, it's so she didn't good. Drop him at Cro- she didn't want to go to Croydon. It was Croydon, no. wasn't it? Yeah, but she, she, like, she got dropped want... off in Aberdeen. She, got dropped, she didn't want to go to Croydon, did she? I think she Croy- did, yeah. Croydon was where she was aiming for. Yeah, but she got dropped off in Aberdeen instead. In Aberdeen, okay. yeah, with the little uh, golden that's retriever. That's close to <laughs> No, it's not. Aberdeen's in Scotland. No, but that's what he says. Because yeah, that's that's next to Croydon. Yeah. Um. It's just it's so good. And then when she was like, "I waited for you. I've waited my entire life for you," and he's like, "I can't look back." And then he kind of bigs up and goes, "Look what you've done. You're investigating. You know, you're doing this." It's sort of it's sort the doc because obviously there's a lot of negativity surrounded by what the how the doctor affects his companions in the long run, which obviously Rose combats. Later on, when she's like, "Am I just the latest in a long line?" I love the line of, "You can spend the rest of your life with me," but I don't I know the rest of my that is a good line. I do really like, and it challenges the Doctor almost like because he's never really had to have this this discussion with companions. Apart from uh, what's her name, Grace in the TV movie, because she just oh yeah, she, that's right. she oh, just my. wanted to keep snogging. Uh, she did, <laughs> but no, it's it's just. It's 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 fantastic piece of writing. You can tell that. I think this is Toby Warehouse's first script, 
for who? Is it? I think so. I don't. Yeah. I don't think he penned one in series one. No, I think you're right. Um, yeah. And you can tell that he gets the character of the Doctor. You get a lot of alien Doctor in this one. Like again, as yes. I was saying, uh-huh. you're getting where you were like when he's like, everyone died, Sarah. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? It's like just everyone's just dead. And she just has to move on because she he understands the characters. You can tell that Tobit House knew the character of Sarah Jane, their dynamic. I love the fact. I love the scene where Ten knows it's Sarah Jane, but she didn't know it's him. And he's like, oh, it's a "Pleasure to meet you, Sarah." He's shaking so her hand, and, she, John, and that John, John Smith kind of interaction. Uh, yeah, well. yeah. I used to have a friend who called him, and you're just like, "Oh." I love the line. He goes, "It's an ordinary name," and he, she was like, "He was a very, was a very uncommon man. Yeah, extraordinary yeah. man." And it's like, oh. Oh. It's just so good this episode. I love pretty much everything about yeah, it. Yeah, it's just it's 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 superb and we need to talk about that scene in in by the swimming pool, don't we? When Oh when, my god, see, when, yes. I give you one when Mr. Finch and that's is it. so confident that he's like, You will join me, Doctor. You will. By the end of the day, I promise you'll join me. I love how he exudes confidence. I yeah, love it. Yeah. I, and it's sort of like the entire Time Lord Victorious thing coming through with the Doctor, isn't it? Oh, it's like, yeah. I just have so much mercy, but you have one warning. Like, yeah. <laughs> I never really thought about that, but yeah, it's kind of like that Time War Doctor almost coming back, because he turns evil there for like one second and just... Yeah, you see the, the power behind the Doctor's words there, and he's like, I will stop you if I, if I find that you're still doing this. You have one chance to stop. And then I will stop you. Like <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, whoa, so, okay. So so, good. so, so good. Like, Whoa, slow it your is. roll down there, DT. Um So like this this episode has a special spot for me because uh I obviously I have the David Tennant long coat. And oh, I sometimes yeah. wear it to college where I like to stand by the railings and look down <laughs> on people with my big coat. Sort of like that scene where uh, Anthony Head looks up at the Doctor and the Doctor's just like giving them evils from the top floor. Yeah. It's like, oh, I just feel, feel so powerful. <laughs> you know? Unlimited power! Rice pudding, etc. Et uh, and then I just, I really, I, I like the, the I, every character, even Mickey gets his own little arc where. He has to value yeah. his self worth. I love Mickey in this. Even like, even at the end when he's like, "Can I come?" Not with oh, you. I mean, with, yeah. the, with these two. And as, we, as we've already kind of mentioned, I like the fact that they work out that they're poisonous to their own oil. I like the fact that they use that evolution mm. tactic against them. It doesn't feel out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, and it wasn't Sonic X Machina as no, well. The, I don't, it, it was, was Sonic, like figuring things Sonic, out. At I the think time the Sonic wasn't used by Rose and Sarah Jane, wasn't it? I yeah, think it was, so. It was, yeah, I, only used, like, I don't think he ever used it in the story. Um, I like oh, the fact so. that like they're like, how do we defeat bats? And Kenny's the one that hits the fire alarm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I love Kenny. Kenny's brilliant. He's so good. Uh, and then, yeah, it's just really good. And then the fact that, like canines last stand, which firing the lasers. It's, it's, mm, so and emotional. And heads like, don't shoot the bloody dog. Oh, uh, the sonic screwdriver is used by David Tennant because he locks that door to stop Sarah oh, Jane from yeah. going back for canine. Oh, yes, he does. No, that's right, I forgot about that. And then when Kane, when Sarah realises that K9 didn't come back, she's like, where is he? And he's like, I'm sorry, Sarah, and they just have to run. It's, it's the so- entire part where, where she's like, don't worry, he's only a stupid metal dog. And suddenly you see the realisation that on Mickey and Rose's face that this isn't just a metal tin dog. This yeah. was her pet. And like the last thing that she had of the Doctor before yeah. like yeah. before he left and everything. Yeah, it's, it's, it's superb. It's It's... 
It is. Uh, and it's really sad that last and I, and when they're like all celebrating for the school blood yeah. being blowing up, and Sarah Jane's just like really upset. Right. Yeah. yeah, And then yeah. and then I love the scene in the TARDIS. Uh, I went so when good. They're like, do you want to come with us? She's like, no, no, I no, I won't. Uh, because I can't do this anymore. I've waited so long yeah. for you, for for you to come back for me. And, and then she started her own spin-off. <laughs> and, now, and now that you have, I, I realise I don't need you anymore. Like, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm good. I like how she pushes the Doctor to have Mickey on board, where Rose yeah. is not, not like... Keen. I was going to say, Rose is against it. I, I, they like, switch, no. don't they, the Doctor yeah. and Rose? Because originally it was, it was the Doctor being like, you're not bringing him along. You're not bringing your boyfriend. He'd slow us down. Well, but then, but then in this episode, DT's like, I could do with a laugh. Like, come on in, bud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think their relationship kind of grew this episode between the Doctor and Mickey. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely grew a lot more. It, it it was very reminiscent of for for. I feel like the Doctor and Mickey is comparable to the Doctor and Rory in many, many yeah, ways. Yeah, I can see that. Because obviously, I feel like there's more of an emphasis on the Rose and Doctors on the and the Doctor's relationship. Uh, in this series than there were in uh, in series six with Rory as a yeah. time companion. Um, but yeah, seeing the sort of... the fr- I, I always prefer the friendship between the two male companions than the uh, budding romance between the the female companions. Yeah, Don't be lasagna. Like well. The only male... Like it- the, the, the only male and female one that I liked all the way through was uh, Twelve and Bill. Because I I, yeah, I love their relationship. Like I say, I think we said in the uh, you haven't uploaded yeah. it yet, but in the thin ice thing, it's very uh, student and uh, and professor. Very much like yeah, Ace and really Je- Jedi and Padawan yes. sort of thing, where the Doctor's going around to yeah Ace Ace and uh, Ace and Seven, where the Doctor's going around teaching her things about the the past. And I like that a lot better. How to prepare for it and stuff like that. And it's that dynamic that's just so brilliant. And it's the idea that depending on the companion, there can be a completely different feel to the show, you know? Depending on the on the Doctor, depending on the companion, every single series feels like it's a different show, but with similar aspects to it, you know? And it just keeps it so refreshing. And I feel like that's why a lot of people love Doctor Who so much. And it's just because of that, you know, that dynamic that can shift and change um, for, from episode to episode. I love the final scene as well, when... She, uh, the doctor's uh, well, she's like oh. I guess this is goodbye and he's like no it's not goodbye and she goes no say it say it just say it, yeah. and yeah, then and it's I, so just wanna, emotional. I just want to point out the, the little smarky remark that Sarah Jane says obviously the TARDIS takes off and there's a canine mark 4 behind it and it sort of rolls up and she's like he replaced you with an entirely new model and then canine's like affirmative and he goes, she goes yeah he does now, that and now, then, now, <laughs> now, like, now, now, now so this cute. is where the easter egg comes in Oh, so there was a little uh, episode of Doctor Who called Survival in nineteen in the nineteen eighties, and the last line of that was, "Come on, Ace, we got work to do." And Sarah goes, "Come on, K nine, we got work to do." And the music, the music cue is exactly the same. Oh, oh wow! So as as they go off into the distance, they say, "Come on, K nine, we got work to do." Never noticed that well, before. I've never noticed that either. I've got to go back and watch it now. Well, she, says, come on, <laughs> she says, come on you, we got work to do, or something like that. It's something, it's something along the lines of that. Yeah. Um, that's but cool. yeah, so it's a little reference there. Right, that's all the positives out of the way. Also, I want to say, Murray yeah, Gold's music was okay. I didn't, oh, I, yeah, I, it was I, great. I, I didn't notice it that much. It's probably one of his weakest stories for me. 
The only the only thing I know is that like uh huh huh that gives me a headache. I hate that song. Oh yeah. I hate that song so much. I thought the music was okay in this. I quite liked it. Didn't, it. Like, it didn't as you it say, didn't it's add, not it didn't add or take away. It was there. I was gonna say I I a lot of the tracks in this episode were ones that I remember a lot more, and I feel like this is the era where all of a lot of Murray's stuff is sticks with me a lot more. It's like Capaldi's era had some great music, but not a lot of it sticks with me. Yeah. Whereas with uh, DT and uh, Matt Smith, they sort of like, like you say, it's the da 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 da, and all of that like ramping up stuff that adds to the chases and stuff like that. I I genuinely think that this music in this episode that was the only neutral thing. Back. I feel like it didn't yeah. add. I feel like it didn't take away. It was there um, okay. for me. I be. I feel like, in my opinion, I feel like that's how, how something like this should. Be. I disagree. Yeah. Because I feel like if the music's too good, then I'm focusing too much on the music. And you're not really focusing There's on the drama. There's nothing wrong with a banging no, tune, but, but sometimes I've got to get into like, the episode. Like, say, for example, know? Heaven Sent is inclu- mm. improved by its music. Like that kind of that, okay. like that sort like when the music aids the story, or like when uh, at the, like in the series ten finale and stuff, the music adds to the story. Uh, uh, end of time okay. with Valet de Chem. That adds to the story. True. Like okay. I'm not saying okay. it needs to be the main focus. I'm just saying that this is there was no track in this that was like that was a track that made a scene better. It was there. It was good. Yeah, I know it what you mean. It did, like, there was nothing there that went. The music really added to that. It was like the music was where it was meant to be, and that was all you got. The one scene that I would uh, disagree with that is the music that plays when K9 is basically sacrificing himself, and Hi. the way that it it travels on to. Um, one this is I noticed it. I don't, I can't necessarily remember the song, but I noticed that they kept on playing it as Sarah Jane is trying to get back into the, through the door, and the doctor oh, okay. like grabs her and everything, and it sort of like stops at the climatic bad boy. Oh, I don't Affirmative. remember that. Right now it's time to get into the negatives. Right, I'll go for the one that negatives. I don't know whether you'll agree with me. This okay, is kind of ahead. a nitpick, but I am on my number grade giving it a point five down for this. Um, okay. I thought the CGI has not aged that well. Oh, that explosion was kind of a bit. Mm, yeah, but also the, the yes, I do also the crillatanes don't look great either. And yeah, no, they really I feel don't. Like at the time, they thought this was a really good effect, so they try and show it off quite a bit. But there's this transformation scene in a hallway, and it no, yeah, the wings pop out. Yeah, first, it's, it's, it? it's like yeah. Okay. I, obviously, it's a small nitpick, so I'm not. T- but like, I, it's when it's noticeable, and every time I look at it, and I go. Ugh. I always mm. find when Vilch and that Crotina on the roof looking over at the Doctor and Sarah in the ca- cafe, that's where I notice it the most. Yeah, which is which, which is weird because it's at night when normally you can be aided by the dark lighting. Yeah, of course, because yeah. you can just add shade. It's, rather beca- than it's because they look so rubbery. I think that's the problem. And not yes. in the way of their like texture of that because they went to look kind of like. You know, bat, bat like, and they just look really—they they look out of place. Um, and there are some really mm. good bits of CGI in in the series, but this every time I looked at it, I went, oh no. But then I feel like, like you say, it doesn't age well. But would you give a classic episode of Doctor Who a point down because yeah, it's CGI? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I would. Would yeah. you? Oh. See, I no, wouldn't. Because that's kind of like of its no, time yeah, but as well. I, but yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm nitpicking on my enjoyment of the episode. If a bit of CGI made me go, ooh. Also, the the thing with a classic who effect, it doesn't linger or they don't normally repeat it. This, they showed off the Krillotanes a lot. That's, but then, yeah. but then uh, say, for example, um, oh, what, uh, what 
Oh, py- say for Pyramids of Mars, for example, with the uh, effect of the portal. I like the, the I like the portal effect. But it it's, I liked it. I it does the, the effect doesn't age. Yeah, but I like well. it. I like that effect. I think it looks cool. I didn't like the I didn't okay, I didn't okay. like the look of the Crotane. That's the thing. So if something like pitch you off, like yeah. CGI so wise. Obviously, put you obviously off I get it. They couldn't have done any better. But I can't not watch it and go, ugh. Like it's one of those things where, like, yeah. if you notice a bit of audio misplaced in the scene, you're gonna go, ugh. Yes. Like it's not gonna ruin the enjoyment, and you're gonna go, well, it was a, a mistake on the editing floor. But I can't go. That's still, like I, because I don't enjoy looking at it. I don't enjoy watching it. I go, oh, can we just cut away from them now because they look a bit out of place? You know, I, I like it's like it's like the prequels in Star Wars. Like I will take <laughs> points off because some of the CGI looks bollocks. It, it, or the the re-edited versions yeah, of the like, original trilogy with the with the CGI oh, animals yeah. walking across the screen and stuff like that that sort of takes yeah, away from the because, original because, scene. I understand because, yeah. because in my mind as well you could have done like the POV shots of the Quillotade are a lot better. They look a lot yes. get better than the outward shots. So you could have done it in a better way. That's why I'm only taking point five on my score for that. Something else I've taken a different score. So you don't know. I'm not going to say how much. Is Rose is insufferable. In the story, I have to agree she, with you there. I, I, I really um, do. Like Ava, like at the start, she's fine, and then and then she's like, oh, she hasn't mentioned. She's you. just a jealous who, who exactly are you? Like that's yeah. yeah. It sort of wears down too yeah. much, and it goes back to it too much. Yeah, but it does come to that nice little like conclusion where they... forward where they're going oh I fought this monster but I fought this the monster the Loch Ness monster and Rose is like seriously and they just start laughing because they've realised that they're being ridiculous basically yeah, that, I mean I quite like that kind of bit but I think it could have been done a little bit it's well better. I like it when they start bonding over things that the doctor does and taking a piss out of it yeah that was, you know? I like that that bit's all right. Does he still stroke the TARDIS console? Does he still bit parts of the TARDIS? Yeah. So I'm like, do you two want to be alone? Like, <laughs> no. Um, I I do agree with the with the fact that I think I feel like although I hate to say this, I feel like Sarah Jane is also to blame for this. Yeah. It's like I feel yeah. like she, the character has aged, obviously physically aged, but the moment and actually I give her credit for this. The moment that she's back into the fray with the Doctor, she starts acting the way that she used to with the Doctor and being slightly more childish and more... Yeah, I see uh, that. ...sort of down-to-earth, almost. Because the Sarah Jane that we see in the pilot, the Sarah Jane Adventures, is almost alien and mysterious as the Doctor is because she's trying too hard to be the Doctor. Yeah, I see that. It's like Rose in Series 4, you know? Mm. Um, So I, I I give credit to Elizabeth Sladen for... Obviously, taking this, uh, acting, the uh, falling back into the character yeah. so well, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's just Rose's writing or Rose's acting or whatever that is to blame for the. I don't think it's the acting. I don't blame Billy Piper. I think it is the oh, yeah, writing. It's, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's the writing for sure. I just don't like the fact that I don't, it, it, because the episode's going so well, and then they sort of have to add. This is my issue with series two in the longer run. They sort of have to add this soap opera element to almost every story. And I'm like, oh. yeah, yeah. Like it just didn't fit. Like for me, it, I didn't even. I know some people quite like the scene. I don't like how quick they get over their feud either. It's sort of like she's yeah, been, it's too she's quick. been bitching about you for the, like the entire time you've met, and then you laugh once, and you're good mates. Like oh man, 
Like, yeah. I don't know, I don't... It's like, I've actually forgot that at the end of the episode, the Doctor and Rose ask her to come with them. Which is a bit of a, a yeah. dick move towards Mickey, yeah. who's just it stood really there being is. like, I've been yeah. here like, with you two for a little bit. Well, I, mean, the, know, I mean, the Doctor like... doesn't mind. The Doctor's like, yeah. No, but I, I, I feel like when she walks onto the TARDIS and goes, oh, hey you, what's 5,000 times 394, whatever, um, and then Rose answers, I thought that was going to be a bit more of an awkward transaction than, than oh yeah, completely normal, why don't you come live with us? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I, just, yeah. I didn't, I, 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 that didn't work for me. Anyway, speaking of characters, let's actually break down some of the characters. So first I want to talk about the boy, because he, well, he does, obviously... Us Who fans like care about him, but John Leeson as K9 comes back to this role. Oh, I love John Leeson. Yeah. So well, um, love John Leeson so much. I love, I like how he tries to obviously he's working through a voice modulator or something, uh, but he tries to add as much emotion in his voice as possible. Yeah, I think he does a great job. Um, like, by the mm. way, the ending of the My Sarah Jane thing, I did shed a tear when he goes My Sarah Jane. I just want to point that out, made me get all in the feels. Um, right, let's talk about the boy Kenny. Good old, jo- Kenny, jo- Kenny. Joe Pickley. Kraken. Uh, Kenny blew up the school. Kenny. Kenny blew up the school! It's the entire part where they're like, did you have something to do with this? And he's like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> Kenny blew up the school! <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd run. <laughs> if I was any of them, I'd be like, Kenny's a psychopath. Got, you got to <laughs> love, oh. love Kenny, though. Kenny's great. He's great. Um, I love him. Then we'll talk about uh, Mr. Finch, Anthony Head, the MVP. Oh, the oh M- my God. V- Most valuable person. So oh, good. So good. <laughs> he's got, <laughs> I think he's got like, such a presence about him, and he's got a way of how he speaks. Yeah. Yeah. I love... There's a reason that he read a whole bunch of Doctor Who audiobooks after doing yeah. this episode. Oh, did he do audiobooks? He's got that voice. Hell yeah, I've got loads of them. Oh. <laughs> like, he, he genuinely just like... I love he, his voice. He's, his acting against David Tennant, so oh. good, so good. So it's like good. it's like a battle of two gods, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. That, like you say, that swimming pool scene where it, it's that confidence in both of these people about getting what they want and everything, and he al- and and Mr. Finch almost and succeeds. Also, we forgot a scene. We forgot that scene. Yeah, when Mr. Finch tries to coerce the Doctor, and I, oh, I remember yeah. watching it as a kid and thinking the Doctor's playing him here. But actually, when you look at it back, Mr. Finch, he's he's genuinely thinking I could put an end to this to yeah. the war properly. Yeah, and it's and it's Sarah, and again this goes in our arc, which is why I love Terry Bright's writing of you have to, you just have to you have to move on. You can't just look at the past. Mm. You have to keep moving. Like you say, this is her. I feel like this is the moment where she realizes that if she goes with the Doctor, she's never gonna settle. Um, yeah, and that sort of leads on to the final scene and the TARDIS. And that sort of thing. It like it just flows so nicely. It really does. Each scene leads into the next yeah. so well. I feel like there's only one part that is slightly jarring, and that's where it skips to the next yeah. day. But that's because but but, it skips Ant- to the next but day. Anthony Head. Right. Anthony Head is an MVP, and I think oh he's so so good. So uh, good. And then we'll talk about um, Noel Clark, Mickey Smith. He's great. Oh, I love Mickey. Mickey. Is so good. I love watching episodes with mickey back to back because i just there is a slow progression isn't there from seeing that the the bumbling idiot that is him in rose where he's literally hiding behind his girlfriend as as she runs off with another man like that is actually what happens in that episode and then later on in boomtown where uh mickey is back and and he tries his best he tries part of the team i feel so sorry for mickey most of the time i'm just like mickey um 
and it and it really turns into badass then going, no on, going on to all the way to to the end of series four where he is yeah. fighting Sontarans yeah. with like in proper mili- yeah. like almost proper also, military yes. gear this shooting guy. Sontarans with his wife I know, I, know Do- I know Doctor Who picked up the mic out of it but how the hell is he hacking into the military like someone's got right. someone's so, got yeah. to stop and, this because <laughs> Do- Doctor Who poop literally go how oh wait here and in Invasion of Earth or in the Christmas Invasion sorry Invasion of Earth is the crappy Doctor Who V game <laughs> uh, in Christmas Invasion you actually see him Go and click the play button of the video. <laughs> no. Down there. Do oh, you yeah, actually? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you slow it down and zoom in, you see him go to the play button in the Windows thing and click play as the Sycorax are there, like Bohemian Rhapsody style. Um, but yeah, it, it he does just keep on hacking into the military somehow. Yeah. But then I feel like that's a progression. Yeah, no, it's just uh, a. F- that's natural. It's just a funny yeah. thing. It's just a funny Rose thing. Disappeared. I'm just. A- but whilst Rose had disappeared with the Ninth Doctor, he was looking up these things and TARDIS and all and Blue Box and all of this stuff, and he was slowly gathering all of this this knowledge and stuff. Clive two point oh, like, Clive two point oh. Literally, I feel like he got a little bit obsessed with trying to figure out where his girl. When Rose comes, yeah. I'm there. Especially when the Doctor comes, he I'm was there. Arrested multiple times because they thought that he'd murdered her. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I just really like Mickey as a character. I yeah, I like the fact, yeah, I like the fact he goes on. I would have preferred him to stay at the TARDIS for maybe a couple more stories, but obviously... when Yeah, because he leaves in, in in literally... Three episodes time, right? Three episodes, yeah, because of the two-parter. Obviously, obviously he comes yeah. back in the finale. And... But I don't know, I would have yes, liked maybe one more story with him extra. Yeah, I think so. Maybe, like, maybe make Tooth and Claw with Mickey or something. So swap these around. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to think. What story can you pop it in? That's the thing. Because I was gonna say they. I don't think you'd be able to swap around these. No, I ah, don't. You think... might be able to actually. They were they were filmed on the same block. But then so I. It doesn't make much difference. Yeah, I know. But the, every series of Doctor Who sort of goes uh, starting off episode usually in the companion's own time, then to the past or the future, and then the opposite of that, and then it's well, like. Well, you broke, well, you broke your own else. rule, bud. This series already broke that rule. Because it's episode three, and it's gone... It's gone. Yeah, I know, but Christmas Invasion No, it happened, didn't. Which set is set place in, in Rose's home time, then they go to the future, then they go to the Christmas past, Invasion, and now they're back. the production code is, like, <laughs> 2.0, so it's not episode... But on Netflix, it says... I trust... Exactly. I, I, and it's also in the Series 2 box set, so don't come at me with that shit, the, man. In the Series... <laughs> Callum, you've got your still bit right next to you. Which one? Your Series, your series 12. Oh, series 12, yeah. Look at Got the it. disc name of disc 1 and then look at the disc name of disc 2. Disc 1, it's Resolution. Yeah, but what's it called? Resolution. Look at disc 2. Disc 2, 5-4, Yeah, but look at the disc art. I'm telling you, look at the disc art. Oh, the disc art. So take this one out and look at what disc 2 says. So disc 1 is uh, resolution, so resolution Special. And the oh, next one is episode 1. Thank two. you. But they're still in the same box. It doesn't matter. They, they are, are still not, sold in the same box. It doesn't matter, mate. Te- technically, were... Resolution is Series 11, right? True. Well, that, I wouldn't count that as Series 12. I don't know. I wouldn't count that as Series 12 either. Well, look. I, it's not technically in the 13 episode run. So, therefore, this is Episode 3. 
Well, you're wrong. And Christmas Invasion's bad anyway, so. Well, I would put the Christmas episodes at the end of the series and count it episode four. Yeah, that's what I. That's, that's how what I would I'd count do. it. Um, because okay. also the Christmas episodes normally, especially in the RTD era, kind of continue the story from the previous series, and then episode one's a reset. Uh, yeah. So. Much. No, I feel like the, the Christmas specials are there, either as one-offs or to join the two so, yeah, series together. No, I mean. I don't necessarily think that it's a reset. Anyway. Sometimes it is a reset. Yeah, but, you, you, like, Christmas Invasion is leading on from the end of uh, Parting of the Way, And then kind of resets yeah. to New Earth. And, and then leads on to New Earth. It completely leads New on New to New Earth. Isn't their first, because New Earth on. isn't their it, it first leads, adventure. It leads on. New Earth isn't Talon Rose's first adventure in canon. No, they've been. I thought no, 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 no. Because there's literally a scene at the beginning where Rose and the Doctor are leaving in the TARDIS. Yeah, literally. With all of Rose's stuff. That carries on from Christmas Invasion. I've I've always assumed that that carries on from Christmas Invasion. That's what I've always thought. I thought they, I thought they'd talk about other things that they did. In that story. Yeah, but maybe from him and Nanny, from her and Nanny. Oh, I thought I thought it was recently. Anyway, um. Let's talk about uh, Sarah Jane Smith. Sarah Elizabeth Jane. Elizabeth Sarah Jane. Lover. My Sarah Jane. My favourite, one of my favourite companions. I just yeah. love She's so bit. good, so good. She so is. She does it so flawlessly. Like, and she does it naturally as well. Exactly, flawless and naturally. It's just like how she just goes back into a part and I just love Yeah, throughout, like, throughout the story I think she's brilliant. Right. She really now is. let's talk about Billy, uh, Rose Tyler, Billy Piper. I think Billy Piper's doing a fine job. I th- she was okay. I think the right. Like you say, I've got more. I think the writing's. Writing, yeah. I think yeah. the writing's just bad. I think if they wrote her character a little bit better, she would have been. Oh, she's not. She's only one of my favorite companions because she's the companion I grew up with. Yeah, I so agree. I think it's it's a nostalgia hit. Yeah, it really Pretty is. Much, yeah. this, and this... I think if it wasn't nostalgia. It, would have been one of my least favourites. For I this think. for this era I don't have any nostalgia, so I see it as a blank slate. Um oh, I was gonna say, because you started watching series seven A. Oh yeah, it's Bells and Saint yeah. John you started, yeah. right? Or right, and now let's yeah. talk about the boy, David Tennant. The dog I think I think he's brilliant. I think this is the first episode I think this is the yeah. first episode in his run where I actually like him. I don't like him in New Earth. Oh, interesting. I don't like him in New Earth. I think he's boring. But then again, though, half the after runtime he's being taken over by Cassandra, and I don't, I don't, I don't like True. Cassandra. Yeah, which is an, it's it's an odd choice doing that, especially for the episode because I suppose the first full episode where we got full it was doc- written at the it, it, was, it, was, it was yeah, written at the last so. minute. It wasn't meant to be. They switched them. They really? it wasn't meant to be wow. the first story, which is why I thought, oh, which is why I thought the scene when they're talking, no. No, it's... It's maybe a pickup shot. No, that's why I thought the scene where they go off together and the t- that's why they talk about other adventures together when they're on the grass. Because I thought this... I, I see. Thought that, oh. Yeah, because it wasn't written as the first story. They moved it. It was meant to be... Maybe it was just it was, The first story was meant to be Tooth and Claw, I thought. And then I think... I think uh, New Earth got bumped. I think New Earth's meant to be episode three, so it's going to go... No, episode two, sorry. So I think they switched them. Interesting. Mm. Um, which is why the Doctor's shown off the TARDIS at the beginning of Tooth and Claw and stuff. And, like The new Does things he? he's added to the TARDIS. I think, I think it, I it definitely got that. bumped, but I don't know whether they either had to re- write at the last song. Oh, because that's the, the old origin of the old Hit Me With Your Rhythm Stick song, where he, like the, the oh, sort of like, yeah. road trip feel, yeah. isn't it? 
where he's like, it's nice to be a lunatic. And he's like playing songs and shit. Yeah. I, I did know that New Earth got bumped, which is why I said chronologically. Possibly, No, yeah. it definitely got bumped, I know that. But as I said, chronologically, in terms of their story, it now doesn't make that their first adventure. Because they mention other adventures. Yeah. Note, Christmas Evasion doesn't count. It's not an adventure if it's on Earth. Um, and also... Interesting take. All right, then. The entire no, uh, half of they, John Pertwee's they, era yeah. is yeah. not an adventure. No, not an adventure. What, what I mean is well, it can't be their first adventure together when Tenant's in five minutes of the story. Mm. Okay. He's in but more than five minutes. First, it's the first episode where... David Tennant is the okay. doctor and exactly. it's not their first adventure. And Rose is it's not the their companion. first adventure together. Yeah. Kind of. It's their first. It, it also sets up something quite big with the Harriet Jones. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah, I, yeah. I just so to sort of disown the episode. It's like a five. It's like it's like a five out of ten. Nothing more. Yeah, it's yeah. all. It's, oh, right, it's, wow. right, it's like up there with Doctor Wood of the Wardrobe for the but, worst Christmas specials. Wow. Legitimately, oh, okay. I don't mm, like it. Okay. It's boring. Um, Interesting. But anyway, speaking of scores, scores and doors, we'll let Callum go first, considering he disappeared. Right, I'm going to go for, I think, 8.5 for this one. I really like this one. It's just those, as you said, the CGI a little bit, but I can look past it, and the Rose and Sarah Jane stuff, that takes me out of it a little, because it just doesn't really suit Sarah Jane's character, I feel like, but I'm going to give it an 8.5. Georgie Poo. No, you go next. Because <laughs> I, 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 no, I, but I, I think you should go next, Alex. I, I want George to go next. I want to see whether it influences my scores because I took the scores more seriously. No, you go next. Okay, okay. Uh, so I, I was actually thinking eight point five as well. Oh, uh, but I'm gonna actually shut it up for nostalgia's sake. Uh, I'm going to give this episode a nine because Damn. this is one of the episodes that have so many nice little details that I genuinely just put on this episode for the hell of it sometimes. Yeah. Like, um, like this is probably like the 50th time I've, I've watched this episode. This is my, my second. Like, Your second? Really? The second time you've watched this episode. What? I genuinely like... I grew up with this episode. It, it's one of those. It's one of those episodes where if I turn around to my mum and go, "What episode of Doctor Who do you want to watch?" It's either uh, Tooth and Claw, this one, and Gun in the Fireplace, yes. or it's the Utopia three-parter. Interesting. She, she goes for that so, one. So, so I, I give this episode a nine just because. Right. Obviously, like you say, that the rose sort of stuff takes me out of it a little bit. Yeah. It doesn't annoy me that much because you're supposed to believe that Rose is like literally just out of her teens, like. Last year she was nineteen. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I always forget. About so that. she is basically. I'm assuming she's twenty in this story. Um, so, you know, she she's going to be a little bit more prone to jealousy and everything. Um, so th- that's why it's 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 a nine. I'm gonna go eight point five. Okay, because I think I agree with you on everything except I don't have that nostalgia push. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. And I don't think it's one of Ten's best stories. I think it's really, really interesting, really solid. Um, but mm. again, I don't think Rose's age can be taken into account for poor writing, because it's so out of character for Rose. She's lovely to everyone else except Sarah Jane. Like, this is yeah. like the one time. Like, even with Linda, she, I mean, she was a bit like me, but she wasn't a bitch. Actually, you know what? She does. She... Compared to 
So obviously, Rose in this episode is a right bitch to Sarah Jane. But the next episode, the Doctor is all over Madame de Pompadour and she doesn't give a damn. Yeah, that's right. I never even thought about that. She doesn't really no. care. Well, no, she is get a little bit jealous, isn't she? But because she's got yeah, Mickey. But not, and yeah, but not as annoyed as she was in this one. But yeah, just that's to clarify, true. Callum... It, but then again, I feel like if she got on the wrong side of a French aristocrat, <laughs> she'd probably get beheaded. So, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so maybe it was a, a strategy. So just to clarify yeah. for you guys, that was 8.5 for Callum, 9 for George, and 8.5 for me. Which Hell means yeah. it's a 27 Ooh. out of... 27? Yeah, and I've got the Excel... Sp- That's got to be one I've of our higher ones, right? I've got the here, so I can let you know. Excel spreadsheet. So 27, it's lower than the Tyler's Children, and lower than the Ascension of the Cybermen. What did we give time? We all gave children? it 9.5s. Woo! Ooh, nice! Um, <laughs> and so, nice. yeah, so therefore it's third best at the minute. Interesting. Yeah, I suppose you've got the Series 12 still, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. So, yeah. does that mean it's out on regular blue? Yeah. Well? I think it is. There's, yeah. only, there's only one cool, episode so far that we've put under 20. What's really? one's what that one? Was uh, it not awesome 55? Uh, we didn't do it yet. <laughs> we haven't done it. I think oh, we should review it. No, I've got my order here, Callum. Ah, you know oh, goddammit. Right, can well, we... We'll be getting to Orphan 55 at some point next year. I think we should do an audio commentary on Orphan 55. <laughs> I reckon we should as well. Uh, I reckon we it, should. So far, we've watched a lot of episodes but, that we but quite speaking, but Yeah, we need something like to rip into. Speaking of next week... Yes. Uh, so, yeah, we, well, I mean, before we get into what we're going to do next week, we've got, we've got some review. We've got a review. So, so thank Ooh, you to review. Philip uh, who put another review. Hey, Philip. Thank you, Philip. All right, Philip. Uh, cracking bloke. Um, he put uh, this. This episode was so good for me as my favorite companion, Sarah Jane, returned for the first time in fifteen years, uh, alongside my boy K Nine. However, Rose was <laughs> was insufferable with her jealous mood swings, and Mickey was yet again useless. Great story. Ooh. Seven out of ten. So I think we agree with, we agree okay. with you mostly there, Philip, apart from Mickey. Apart yeah, from Mickey. Apart from we Mickey. like Mickey in this episode. I love Mickey. I, mean, I think, Philip, you should give this one a rewatch down the line and see what you think. I think I think Mickey does a lot more than you would, uh, would expect. He drives the um, car. He does drive the car. No, I think in terms of that... <laughs> Baby driver. <laughs> Mickey driver. Yeah, the, story, the new story of Mickey driver. But no, thank you so much to Philip for... Uh, Sending in his review there, you can some audience participation. You can, uh, send yes. your reviews in Lovely. at our Twitter, which is at the Timers Pod. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think, guys, in terms yeah. of uh, so in terms of review, I think that would be a wrap on episode forty. So next week yeah. we'll do Iron Man, and then once a month we will be doing MCU reviews. So we'll get there eventually. Okay. If not, we'll bump it up to two. We won't do the discussion one. It depends how positive you guys find it. If you guys, if you... I'm quite looking forward to this. So I that means now, that ages. means now the plan is, uh, I guess, Doctor Who MCU, Doctor Who MCU, um, f- for the foreseeable, um, which is good. Uh, that means there's a plan ahead. Uh, so yeah, guys, um, thank you guys for listening in to episode number fourteen of the podcast. It's amazing that we're at this point and we haven't given up yet. This has been another one of my favourites to film. I think uh, every week has been better apart from last week, which was painful. Going to, to going to have to tr- get, every conversation going to have to try and talk about really talking about the mise en scene of uh, Scooby Doo. Oh my god! Um, uh, it's it's it was actually quite fun, but in terms of my credibility, oh. it's like it's like Iwadi on top, but in podcast form. Except we were taking it a hundred percent seriously, whereas he was taking the piss. Uh, 
Um, but no, you can follow Callum on Twitter at RangerCallum20. You can follow George on Twitter. Go, go but follow. he never uses it. But follow George on Twitter at Untempered Prod. I do. I retweet But you never tweet your stuff. own stuff. You've been doing it a lot. That's because I don't have anything to, to tweet. Tweet your miniatures. I might. I might. That's a good idea. Go and do that. I'm going to do that. For, for miniature updates, on I'm going to tweet them. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's a good damn idea, Callum. You're very welcome. You can follow me on Twitter at AlexKing underscore Dom. And of course, you can follow the podcast. Underscore Dom. You can of course follow the podcast <laughs> on Twitter at the Timers Pod. Until next week, guys, when we'll be reviewing Iron Man. I'm actually excited to watch this now. Yeah, I haven't watched this in a long time. And then we'll be going through. I, I, should we make the executive decision? We, we should do Incredible Hulk, right? How, do we own? Yeah, do we, do we, uh, do we yeah, own? I own Incredible Hulk, but does everyone? I don't. It's on Disney Plus. It's, it's not. Disney Plus. It's not is owned it not? by Disney. It's owned by Universal. That's why. That's why oh, they can't make a Solo Hulk film. That's why I said. Ca- in which case, my camera's really blurry. It is really. So, blurry. Uh, in which case, uh, we might have to skip it because I don't actually have it on DVD. I'm gonna check Disney Plus, which uh, Marvel movies. Everything's are on. Because I think it's everything except Spider-Man. Yes, yeah, Spider-Man right? movies aren't on there. And the Hulk film is not. Oh yeah, pretty much everything is on. It's just the Hulk film, because the Spider-Man rights are still with Sony for distribution, and Hulk yep. have got uni- Universal got Hulk. Do you own the Spider-Man movies? Because I don't want to skip the Spider-Man movies. I own the Spider-Man movies, yeah. What? I own the Spider-Man movies, and it's not going to be months until we get True. there anyway. So uh, Yeah, exactly. Uh, are we doing TV shows no. as well? <laughs> no, 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 we'll just stick to the, the movies. Only, okay, the only good cool. thing about the Netflix shows is David Tennant, and I'll stick by that. Oh, I love David Tennant and Justin. Um, yeah. Till then, guys. We'll see you guys next week. We'll be reviewing Iron Man. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be exciting. So, yeah, guys, just let you know. Just let you know on the format. So, it's Doctor Who, Marvel, Doctor Who, Marvel, to the foreseeable. And that gives us a lot of uh, things to talk about. But if you guys want to... Uh, obviously, guys, if you guys want our next Doctor Who review, it's one that none of us have seen, I don't think. Uh, so okay. it's the what second it? oh. story, The Ice Warriors. Oh yeah, I've never okay. seen that. Okay, I've not seen, seen that. Either, so yeah. that'll be the first. That this will be this will be a fun one. Obviously, yeah, obviously yeah, last time we had Adam Mamoon who was here to help with Pyramids of Mars, but this time it will just be the three of us. I've never seen it. Um, yeah, there will be a audio commentary coming out soon um, enough. <laughs> That's what I'll say. Soon enough, when because essentially I've been really busy this week, just for doing a lot of work and all that. Um, Bonking off, you know, anything, skiving, any, anything, I've been doing yeah, a lot of scripting. Buying Blu-ray I've been doing, I've, yeah, I've had so to busy. sort out my disabled stuff at university, so that's been a lot of pain. And I've been writing my script, which has been tiring as well. Um, but no, um, anything else you guys want to promote before we wrap up? Uh, jo- join the Doctor Who virtual pub quiz, Doctor Who yeah. P1. Uh, we're doing it every Wednesday up until three weeks' time, and we'll take a two-week break. Nice. Honestly, guys, I'm not usually into quizzes, but I've played this one for the last two weeks, and genuinely, it's quite a lot of fun. You know, you get to interact with people of the of the community. <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, it's genuinely a lot of fun. You meet a lot of real nice people. Also, guys, that'll be it for uh, episode 14. Back next week with our review of the beginning of the MCU. Until then, guys, though, have a good week, and we'll see you then. See you later. Goodbye.